0: Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Was it too loud? Did, did you have feedback? Were the musicians too loud? Could you not hear the pastor? Well, we're here to help you with that. We provide audio solutions for all of your spiritual gatherings. So let's learn something, all right? Let's go. Yes. Yes, yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound, Sound Podcast. I'm your humble What's host, Ernest Thompson, along with the pastor,
1: Pastor Caleb Winley. How are you guys doing today?
0: It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, as kind of usual. Sure, for sure. And um, this is show number um, 21, 21. Be legal. We're drinking legal. Yo, bro. We're drinking legal we, today. We can drink. We can, we can go take to communion. The We can take communion take, with the Catholics. Take communion. Take communion shaking your crackers in your hand. It's like, give me some more crackers with that, with that, with that liquid libation. Uh, that's Edie scary. Bo- Bo- Eddie shot. Eddie I feel the Holy Ghost.
1: <laughs> Eddie shot and Eddie James too,
0: right? Eddie James too. <laughs> and what they do? well they really, really, really not oh man welcome to, to the Digital sound, church sound podcast episode number 21
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and um before we get started we got to shout out our our sponsor metro podcast yeah. studio the hottest podcast studio in new york city hottest make sure you go check them out if you want your podcast to sound incredible like this one yeah and you need live streaming on multiple platforms multi or multi-track recording post-production um 24 hour service for your post-production services. If you need them, hit them up at MetropodcastStudio.com and they'll get you straight. Yeah. Before dope. we get started, before we get started, I need to shout out new listeners in San Jose. We San see you. San Jose. San Jose, wow, we see you. That's we're dope. growing, we're growing, we're growing. Well, to all well, our well, listeners well. out there, we appreciate you tuning in yes, we week, week to week and sharing allowing us to share with you point of reference and uh, call to action as we always do make sure you share make sure you comment leave us a comment and a reply and subscribe subscribe and and download and we gotta go and download all the shows yeah 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 yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: and get our numbers up and we really appreciate you so today's topic is a very interesting topic the reason it's very interesting topic is called the av director in mm-hmm, the portable mm-hmm. church i know none of that made sense i know it's simply it it's, it's a complete oxymoron yeah it
1: is
0: so to hammer to hammer in this illustrious topic incredible, incredible mm-hmm. topic amazing yeah. yeah we have a great guest
1: yes we do Let me lace him. I'm going to lace him up. I'm going to let y'all know who this dude is. Wolf Williams is the son of a preacher man that everyone seems to sing about. Son of a preacher man. Come on. The Brooklyn native has worked in ministry in some capacity for as long as he could remember, from being the organist at his father's church as a child to working behind the scenes, volunteering in many churches. In his adult life, while playing self taught, the brother self taught at his father's church, he attended the LaGuardia School for Music and Arts, where he further refined his musical training and discovered the spark of technology. His interest in music and technology led him down the path of music production, audio engineering, sound design, and live sound skill sets that usually prove most valuable to ministries. In the process of adopting what Wolf calls the spirit of the problem solver, he would pick up other skills to further a ministry's goal such as video editing, commercial production, lighting and staging. He is currently overseeing the music and the audiovisual needs at Crenshaw Christian Center in New York City based in Midtown Manhattan as well as as an established voice actor. and his favorite food, his favorite food, ladies and gentlemen, this is the most important part. Is jerk chicken. In
0: any case, anyone
1: yeah,
0: wants it. <laughs> come <Hey>. on. Eh? <laughs> Why go outside,
1: eh? In, in, in case anyone wants to bring some snacks, bring the jerk chicken. Ah, uh, <laughs> we got a call on CC for that
2: one. <laughs> yes, sir. What's up, family? Uh, giving out to God, who is the head of my life, <laughs> to, to, to to Pastor Caleb, to. To uh minister Thompson. Don't you know that God brought me from a mighty long way? Long yes, way. he did. That's that's code for I love the Lord, but I still cuss. Yeah. Right. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Amen again. Amen again. <laughs> so hey, listen. Awesome. Thanks for thanks for doing the show. Those yes, who don't yeah. know, this is my man this is like my man 50 grand mm-hmm. yes, sir. In, in, in all harlem colloquiums that i speak from down to time when i speak in currency and i call people money um this is my man mm-hmm, and sir. on top of that just coincidentally for this topic it's great because all of us share in this same job description yeah. as an av director which means you wear many hats mm-hmm. so Let's go through what a description of an AD director is. And, and in the real world, they call them AV, like audio visual project managers. They're tasked mm-hmm. with managing all audio and visual project tasks for their organization created effective audio and visual strategies for products and services. Mm-hmm. Products and yeah. services. Yeah, this is true. Wow. On top of that, it goes along with management skills, people skills. Mm-hmm. Knowing how to deal with people above and below you, mm-hmm. knowing how to conversate, knowing how to get your point across, yeah. knowing how to make decisions based on equipment purchases and things of that nature, and how to move yeah. the ministry forward, being able yeah. to share your ideas, and being able to use technology in a, as a, in a creative form. Exactly. Yeah. So well, we, we we do all that. We do we do all, we do of all that and <laughs> more and more. But and we know and when to up. put the gun away. And, and we know and we know and we know where. And then we know where. So. Well, <laughs> <West>. that's right. <laughs> but Wolf is it's interesting because me and Mr. Me and Mr. Ian Williams go back to my days in working at Sam Ash. Wow. And I met Wolf working at Sam Ash. This guy was my trainer. I mean <laughs> That's what's up. he was my trainer and all of my sand match people know that for the first two weeks anything you sell to your trainer the sale goes to your trainer because he's training so that's the payoff is that he's training you because he's taking the time he's taking time away from him selling or her selling right right. all your sales go to go to your trainer well the very last day of my training I sold a $7,000 piano called the Yamaha Clavinova. (laughs) On the very last day of my training, I was trying to, that's my bad, but I, I I wanted I wanted that commission. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to tell the, I was trying to tell the old dude, listen, you can come back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come back I'll, be the on, next day. I'll be I'll be on my own tomorrow. I said, no, you no, not no. Pay today. no no my friend. No no my friend. You just fapped <laughs> the piano with so elegant. And you have it in stock? And I can get it today? I was oh, like, yeah. man. Wolf had one word for me. He's like, my man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Lunch was good that day. Lunch was good that day. Lunch was great that day. So,
0: uh, Wolf was one of the most brilliant people I know. This guy is the only guy I know that reads manuals for leisure.
2: Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm that dude. Yeah. That's
0: I mean, up. I mean, pick a manual of something he don't own. He don't own it. Just read grab it. a manual and say I read this on the way home. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. That's so. <laughs> Being that you started out as a musician, how do you think it shaped you into who you are today?
2: Um, Starting out as a musician, um, in being a musician, I would figure out, well, what goes along with the musician part, Um, especially if if you're in a store, if you're in a small ministry whereby uh, there's a lot of missing parts Sure. Yeah. There's always a lot of uh for lack of a better phrase, deficiencies. Um so being a musician, you you see you, you're pri you're you're privy to or you're close to the parts that may be missing, like, well, my play, but this deals with sound. Well, your guys need help with sound. Okay, well this can let, let me let me take care of that mm-hmm. for you yeah. um all right no, no don't worry about that i'll see about that i'll see about this problem oh this happened during service um okay well i'll, I'll come down during the week and see you know oh, how yeah. i can make this work see how i can better service the ministry blah 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 um mm. but also um seeing how it all works together if, if that makes any sense it does yeah, yeah um seeing how it all works together um seeing how the orchestra of the different pieces of av ministry come together to make the symphony if that makes any sense yeah mm-hmm. yeah it does. okay okay mm-hmm. that sounded real deep though yeah. all right What? It 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 <laughs> yeah 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 um it's funny, it's like, I started in music, but you know, I didn't stay there. Um, I, I, I Like I like you mentioned, um, I had this thing called the spirit of the problem solver mm-hmm. of, whereas, well, how do I fix this? Um, okay, I don't know how to fix it. Well, where's the book that can help me fix it? Mm-hmm. Which lends to the whole, I read manuals for the fun of it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's true, a, and it's true. Y- yeah, dude. Um, I do. I'm that nerd <laughs> dude. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I, I'm always like looking to see, well, where, where are the different pieces that I can somehow put together and make it whole? Because and, and, and it um it was only because I was part of the ministry and I wanted to see the ministry flourish. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see, okay, I want, this is something I, I'm in. This is where I serve. This is where I, you know, I get my, I get fed. Yeah. So I want to do my little bit in helping it advance and sure. not just play. If I know a little something extra, okay, well, I'll put this in in the gumbo if it'll help the ministry. Now, if I was a hired gun, I wouldn't care. Just give me my check and go. Exactly. You know, but exactly. Um, it. I guess I guess being the being the musician was always the the gateway into a ministry, as uh, far as uh, getting into what else they may need.
0: So let me ask you this, was, did, was this happening as, as a musician or the, when, in, the, in the early stages of your musicianship in church? Or this, was this happening after you, you started gaining skills as a musician?
2: It was on a parallel course. In um, um, my father's church, not so much because it was a real uh, typical storefront Baptist. Um, you know what? No, 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 because I would play the organ. But then I would, I would see that there was something wrong with the amplifier. Um, I would see something wrong with the, the bass guitar, and I had just so happened to read this article in this tech magazine that was "Oh wow! So I can do that. So oh, they don't even know what that does. Okay, so that's the. And this is only for a storefront churches. This is the PV model something." Oh something. yeah! Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> TV model so-and-so, so-and-so, so, well, what does that do? Okay, let me get the manual for that. Oh. And so I'd read what the manual does, so I'd understand what this particular bit, piece of gear um, is supposed to do. And somehow, if they were open to it, show the people that were using it, well, this is what it's supposed to do. Which, though, it didn't translate so well, because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, these were grown folk, they, they didn't want you know,
1: yeah, they don't, think you know what do, you're
2: do, saying about. Do, boy, you don't know what you're doing, man. Mm-hmm. Go, go, yeah. go somewhere. It was the Jamaican church. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh no! <laughs> Yo, don't Pentecostal Jamaicans. Yo, <laughs> <doctor>. <laughs> they don't
1: play. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. So it, it was very much parallel. There was never a first music, then a V. It was always wrought, always on a parallel parallel course.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I I don't think I ever know known how did you where did wolf come from like why do people call you wolf
2: um it um in high school um puberty came with a vengeance so when i was like 14 15 the the voice just dropped like how i sound how i sound now this is how i've always sounded since i was like 15. (laughs) (laughs) i've always sounded like this oh wow um so um (laughs) So, uh, so with that came the beard. So I just let the beard just rock out. So at the lunch table, you know, brothers got jokes. Uh, shout out to my, my, my man Ken Mercer. Uh, I was nicknamed either Harry Scary or oh, wow. or Wolfman Black. <laughs> so that that became the name, and it, it, it just stuck. They see me down the hall. Oh, they're gonna the Wolfman. It, it, it just stuck, and I just adopted it. And, you know, been rocking with it ever since. Wow! Uh, wow!
0: I thought your mama gave you that name. <laughs> nah.
2: <laughs> Although she calls me that now.
0: <laughs> wow! So, so how, well, what's what her response when, she, is she, is she, and her, when her, her lovely Ian was now called Wolf? Like, what was she saying?
2: Um, she she I, she actually she just accepts it. Um, I mean, apart from the household name that all Caribbeans have, um, she yeah, not a big deal. She, she just calls me that. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. That's so, so, when did um you start being a hired a hired gun like playing in churches?
2: Um. Wow. That's all. That's okay. Um, when I had joined this church, right? I stopped going to my father's church because uh, I had to work. Um, and I explained to my mom, "Mama, I have to work." You know, uh, she understood. You know, career means mm-hmm. love a job. Um, mm. So after I was I got away from going to church for a while not because I fell away but you know I had to work mm-hmm. um, there was this church that was down the block from me because my was church was in the Bronx. Um, I was in Brooklyn represent Brooklyn all day. <laughs> um, East New York stand up
0: um,
2: <laughs> beast New York. Uh, so there was this there was this church that was a uh, down the block from me and my friend had invited me there And I'm like well I haven't been going to church for a while Sure why not And they haven't had a musician in like Five years Wow So okay. at the time I was studying okay. Trumpet I was studying jazz trumpet I wasn't playing keys seriously seriously but I was doing more classical music studies Jazz studies I'm playing trumpet So I was like nice on the trumpet at the time So uh, somehow it got out Into the past that I was a musician and I'm like I play trumpet, yeah. No. <laughs> now, mind you, I'm a Caribbean kid. I ain't know nothing how y'all American folk got down. Oh, I, 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 yeah. yeah I, I, Hammond organ, what is that? I had no, we, we, my father had a little spin at organ at, at his church. I had no idea what a Hammond wow. organ was. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Going to church from Brooklyn to the Bronx, he would listen to um, WWRL. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow, that's
2: cool. And, 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 and whereby you, whereby you'd have the um, the preachers, um, you know, doing their hoop on the exactly on the and we used to laugh at y'all, <laughs> <laughs> like because like because like y'all are like, and the Lord. <laughs> Yeah. Wow! The mm-hmm. Come on! <laughs> and, yo, we and, and we didn't do that at our church. We used to laugh at y'all. You're like, what? Why they sound like that? So, it sound like he have an asthma attack.
1: Well, because <laughs> now, see, but the, you had to listen real carefully. If you listen real carefully, you'll hear the. <gasps> you will hear that. It would actually pump.
2: The problem thing <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, it's crazy, Without, yo, but we loved it. Mm, I don't
2: so, know why. so I didn't come from that American church tradition, okay. uh, American Black Southern church. I had no idea what that was. I, I, we played hymns. Um, so mm. so, so I, my, my knowledge of hymns is though from going playing on my father's church. But I didn't know what a Hammond organ was. I didn't know what the, the standards, like this is the day that the Lord has made that we all know. I'm a soldier. You know? I, mean, I have never heard those before. Wow. So, I get there. And they're like, "Yeah, you you, you want to play the organ?" I'm like, huh, "Okay." <laughs> and over time, I learned. And because I didn't have an organ for five, organist for five years, they they, they 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 you know were patient with me. And over time, I learned. I learned. I learned. Mind you, I wasn't getting paid because I didn't I didn't understand the idea that the musician gets paid. I didn't think I didn't know about that. Um, and then over time. um... In my growth, they said, you know what? You've been really putting in the work. Here's a little something, something. Oh, word. Okay. I didn't know I can get paid for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in getting to know other musicians and stuff, that's when I started learning, oh, you can get paid for doing this organist thing. I see. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, yes. That, so like, round about my, uh I say, like, that's uh, when I was about 20. That's really when I started playing keys for real, for real. You know, I started late, really late. So, yeah, about, about my 20s when I started getting paid to do um, to play at church. And even with that, um, I felt some kind of way about it because in my mind, yo, this is where I serve at. You know, this is right. where I get fed. Right. This is I'm, a, I'm yeah. not just a, a gun. You know, I'm a exactly. member here. So right. 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 it, it right. took me a while to be able to receive um, being paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at, at, at the home church.
0: Mm-hmm. Ironically, like our backgrounds are similar because I grew up playing in church, but not having anyone to teach me how to play. Mm. Wow. So I was playing like, like like 12, you know, between eight and I think I played in church from the time I was eight. till I was like 18, mm. but no mentor in front of me. Okay. Wow. So my wow. interpretation of gospel music was completely mine's. Wow. Like I didn't wow. I didn't listen to gospel music. I only played what I heard in my head.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So but that spilled into me being a producer because mm-hmm. I didn't have any barriers on what was right and what was wrong because I only played what was in my head. Right. You know what I mean? Like Wolf showed me my first gospel course. I didn't even know what that was. And I grew up in church.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Wolf
0: showed me Wolf showed me my first I was like, I said, Yo, how do you do that? That no 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 no. He said, Oh, I'll yeah. oh, show you. I was like, Oh, me, hold on, let me see that. <laughs> so you showed me my first like yes. Yeah, so, yeah, that's
1: dope. That's yeah. that's
0: dope. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So let's move into this whole A V director thing. Now oh, brother. Oh, what are we going to steal from the people? Oh, you know what? How are we no. stealing from the people? You know what we forgot? The, from Madrid, they crying for it, brother. What What, what you doing? You know what? I apologize, because you right. forgot to do. <coughs> Come on, man. You know what we forgot to do? Uh, it's time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys mm-hmm. and girls, cats mm-hmm. and dogs of all ages. Yeah. It's time. Okay, class is time. Time for (laughs) something. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) All right, so (laughs) what do you you know we always start off with three topics, so. Give us three, bro. Give us three. Give us three. We'll pick we'll pick the one that that's kind of flavorful.
2: Okay. Um let me see. Uh, oh shoot. Um was the one? not that one yet. Um there okay, there's getting dissed in mid-preach by the guest preacher while you're on the organ. Mm. Um, oh, whoa,
1: whoa. Mm.
2: there's uh trap tongues. Okay. Um let's see uh one more. Um getting hit g- getting getting hit by a handkerchief while falling asleep at the organ.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. In front of people. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got the, the fall asleep at the organ. Mm-hmm. We got getting this at the organ. T- and we got trapped tongues. Now, somehow, <laughs> exactly. somehow, something stands out in the mist. Oh, yeah. I don't know which one I'm in, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick the one between the two organs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the violence. And the violence. <laughs> and the violence. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, brother uh, Pastor Taylor, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Trap Tongues. I'm feeling trap, tongue, Susan. trap tongues
2: too. Right. Trap
1: I I I am very much feeling that my mind is like, what is that?
2: What is trap tongues? Well, um if if you just go a quick sidebar, uh trap music is, you know, for those that are listening, is the uh branch of hip hop whereby the there's a certain rhythmic flow. There's a certain cadence which seems to be prevalent in all the delivery. It's, mm-hmm. And it's very it's uh, very triplet heavy. So it, you have the guy flowing da 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 So um, before service, um, at an have, undisclosed location, right <laughs> or service, they have inter- they have an intercessory prayer and you know so the the prayer warriors are up there in the balcony doing their thing and you know they're playing they're praying in the spirit not unusual so i'm setting up and then i hear and and i hear you know i hear tongues i I know what it is i understand what it is it's not it's not a strange thing for me i get it fruit of the spirit um so but i hear this one woman and she's like really loud and she's like Papa and and thing is and i'm i'm trying to set up next thing i know i got a little bounce going on while i'm setting up so oh I'm my like oh god oh, is doing this is like trap music right here
0: come <laughs> on
2: Oh, that's hilarious. So, trap tongues, ladies and gentlemen, trap wow. tongues. Oh wow. my God! And that's her style. That's the gift that that that's her her utterance. There's so no. She, she does it every single time. That wasn't a fluke. If you go every Sunday morning when she's leading in the prayer, that's what she does. That's no. Wow! Word. she probably was in the
1: hip-hop clubs back in
0: the day no 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 she's like
2: no 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 but see but no but wait a minute 80 she no she's like 70 80 but he i did a i did a photography thing for her one time yeah i do photography too um and i forgot what the birthday was but They put on some old joint. Yo, she got on the floor and was like, you know, a little bit of sign of Philadelphia, a little bit of OJ, a little bit of I was like, oh. You can't, you can't do that
1: and not have some form of a background. It's funny because in in our undisclosed undisclosed location, was having, I forgot what we was doing. Oh, I think we was having an anniversary for for our pastor. And so praise and worship was up there and they were singing. And I said, you know what? Give me the mic. And it was like, oh, what are you going to do? Because what, what, I'm, I'm a DJ by trade. That's what I, you know. And so all of a sudden, I just started breaking out in tongues. But I'm rapping in tongues. And they're like, what is that? <laughs>
0: So that's called rapper tongues. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I, the I nineties edition. Show. The nineties edition. <laughs> the nineties edition. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> Maybe even the eighties edition.
2: The boom bap edition. The boom bap edition. Yes. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Bronx river tongues. Uh, Bronx
0: river tongues. <laughs> <laughs> <Dulu>. um <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we telling on ourselves. Uh, yes. So so let me ask you
2: this yes sir
0: um you've been at how long have you been at Christo, Christ Crenshaw Christian Center in New York
2: um I've been there since 2005. Five. Um, that's the. Right, that's the year that the wife and I got married. Funny enough, I was serving in a church in Brooklyn. She was a uh, praising worship leader at Pilgrim of Harlem. And when we got married, <laughs> we, we decided to leave our respective places and go somewhere new and just sit down and just okay. you know just just be fed for a while. Because again, pr- being uh, working in the ministry all behind the scenes all my life, and she's active. Matter of fact, she's one of the founding members. Of uh, James Hall worship and praise back in the day Okay. Days. Okay. So she's been like in this for a minute. Wow. So we decided to, you know, let's just go somewhere where we can just be in the cut and chill out, get the word,
0: be out. It never and, works.
2: You know, y- it doesn't. And the the executive assistant to the pastor, she's her best friend, who I also went to school with. We all went to Laguardia High School together, together. and we were in a gospel group a couple of years prior. So she knew what I can do. So she was very quick to put me to work. Um, So been there since two thousand five. Got put to work uh, within the span of a year.
0: Okay. Wow. Because I remember visiting and and you were just you were basically just just playing. Yes. Because I remember because I remember because my son played for you a few times there. Yes. So where where was the church located when you first when you first began?
2: um the church was on um central park west and west uh, and 96th street 96th yeah right right before you hit um hit the hit the park it was a beautiful beautiful big massive gothic style building um and but the problem is problem was it was a landmark building exactly so any so if something went awry you couldn't just fix it. You had to fix it with certain materials. If something happened with the roof, you had to go find the terracotta things that go on top of it. Wow. You, you couldn't just fix it any they old way. They wanted restoration. Yeah, they
1: didn't just want. They just, don't don't plug it up. You right. were gonna make it how it
2: was. Wow. And then it was the, the building was like 100 and I'm gonna say 110, 110 years old mm. with an elevator that oh, had the crank. Yeah, you had the crank on it. So, wow. so being a being a building that old, anytime you had an issue with the elevator, which happened very frequently, you couldn't go to Otis and have them come through and fix it.
0: You had to Boba Cowboy, a Boba to come by and fix the elevator <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the carburetor.
2: <laughs> you, you had to actually find a person uh, find a company that can really that understood what that was. That exactly. was cheap. And then the, the the building originally ran on DC power, I think. What was that, AC power? Wow. Probably DC. It yeah. ran on DC right. power. So um, there were certain things we couldn't plug in. Um, we had to rewire a lot of the building. So a, lo- a lot of work went into making that building Um suitable for you know how we got down because the prior to us owning the building it belonged to um the uh christian scientists yeah yep Yep. and their their membership dwindled and um dr price um then dr price uh he's like okay this is gonna be it pay for the building now it's ours so yeah it was you know 96th street central park west nice building a lot to work with
1: yeah it's amazing because when we was building a church from the church that we're currently in. I was part of a church plant. Every single day, we would drive past your church,
0: mm.
1: not even knowing. You know, what I'm saying it, it's amazing. And, and right around that same time, 2001 to about 2007, we was we was going to the YMCA, which was kind of like a right around the corner from you guys.
2: Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, and we was we was doing it. We was doing the church there. So every single Sunday, we would go right by. and we just this. They're killing it up in there. And y'all was... It,
0: it was never a dull moment in that
2: building, man. No. No, not at all. Yeah.
0: Not at all. So so you started... You, you I remember you started out as a musician, and then I think the next time I came by, um, they hired me to mix for... A play. As a play. Yes. It was a play. And the interesting sound staff there, which is very... We won't get into that, but it was rather, rather interesting. So I mixed for a play, and you know, me and Wolf we talked to each other, you know, frequently. And the next thing I know, I get a call and he's and he's like, he's selling me, listen, I need you to come to the church. We're selling the church and we need an engineer. I was like, for what? He's like we're moving to church. We're, going to have, we're having church in a movie theater on 42nd wow. Street. Tell us about that. Yeah. The um, transition from a building to... That you owned. That you yep. owned mm. to having church in a movie theater, Times Square, 42nd Street.
2: Yeah. Um, well, well, the first thing I'll say is um, the, the impetus behind selling the building um, was intentional not well we lost the building no having a building that's that old um requires Mm -hmm. requires a lot of maintenance a lot of maintenance so much so that you're you're putting in more resources for the building than taking those same resources and allocating them for the ministry you know, ha- having to having to deal with heating, having to deal with cooling, having to, having to deal with the uh, the ele- the elevators by themselves, having to deal with um, power, having to deal with um, just making sure certain areas are uh, s- safe. For people to go about it That stuff ain't cheap And it would be done faster If it was just your building You could just knock down a wall If you want to Nah You gotta move And bob and weave Within certain guidelines
1: Exactly It's a landmark
2: Right So it was counterproductive To keep the building Um, And and rather just Let's just go somewhere else And uh, put the resources Into the ministry itself Rather than a building Right. Right So that that made sense that makes sense, definitely yep um and and that's a you know it's that's very much a trend um in churches especially when you have what i call like i call metro churches you have the okay. neighborhood you have neighborhood churches then you have metro churches and not they're not necessarily indicative of size because you can have a church like um christian cultural center mega right. ministry Right. but they're a neighborhood church right where they occupy is part of the community of the neighborhood so it's no big thing for you know pastor bernard to say you know what let's do xyz for the immediate environs right set of right. something in the in the um in the uh, in the parking lot whereby they're right. serving directly the people mm-hmm. as opposed to hillsong they operate in um, in Manhattan Mall. Yep. They're operating in somebody else's building. They very well can't set up a, uh, a blood pressure testing thing in front of their doors because it's not their doors. Right, right. You know. Right. So the idea of moving to another facility just because it's just cost prohibitive—it's not uncommon, especially in the New York area. For those that are listening that are not yeah, yeah, yeah. part of New York, if you're in if you're in Metro New York it makes a lot more sense oftentimes to just rent a facility mm-hmm. rather than go through the rigmarole of trying to buy something or maintain something taxes. Fish. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. it's, a lot, it's a lot more logical. Um, but as far as the, the planning planning of moving the, an, an AV situation to uh, a portable thing, the first thing I had to think of was, okay, What is it that I, does the ministry need? Um, What does the ministry want? What do they need? And who will be the people that's going to take care of it? Um, Because I had to consider yeah, I can buy whatever it is that I want to buy. And not to say that, you know, I had a blank check, but the budget was healthy. Um, But I had to say, okay. Who are the people that are going to be running this from Sunday to Sunday? Yeah, I'll be there, but I'd like to go on vacation once in a while. Right? right. Are they able, will they be able to maintain this stuff when I'm not there? It's not enough for me to say, okay, I'm going to buy the Millennium Falcon when all you really need, all you know how to do is drive a scooter. That's that's that neither serves the ministry or the people that have to run it. I was more interested in, okay, well, what can I find that I can show a person and they can understand it? They can grab the concept and then they can take it and run. Because in the A.V. ministry in churches, you got you got the person that does this for real, for real, being they read manuals for fun. They do this for real, for real. Right. And they know what to do. They're on top of all the tech. They, you know, you can put them in, on the bridge of the enterprise. They'll know what to do. Then you got the people they volunteer, but they have a legit, legit interest in AV and tech, and they want you to show them. Well, how does this work? Well, I never thought about doing that. Well, you know, well, school me on this a little bit. Then you got the people who, they just want to tie their time. Yeah, they push the buttons. And once they leave the tabernacle, they ain't thinking nothing about these buttons no more. Kind of like a greeter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to think, I need to acquire uh, equipment and gear that would best serve the ministry in as far as training and mentoring and discipling the people that's going to be using this stuff. You know, making it easy for them so they can be effective. When I'm not there. Right. Because because one should not build something, and, and, and that's a problem with so many churches where you get all this, a church will get all this gear, get all the toys, get all this and get all that, and then they don't have nobody that's equipped to okay. run it. But right. we got a license. Right. You know, so you,
0: I, learn <laughs>
2: you know, so I was more concerned with getting, let, let me get them something that is good, that is capable, but they can run and they can feel comfortable running on its own so that took a lot of um research i had to you know look at what we had and then understand where we were going um had to take a couple of trips to the uh theater um it was the amc theater um by 42nd street and 8th avenue
1: oh yeah
2: yeah um so had to go down there measure out a couple of things um really do a lot of preparation so i can then go back and say okay let me go to the shopping mall and see what gear will do the job for the mm-hmm. ministry as well as the people.
0: <sighs> wow. Yeah. Um, so just to, t- just to bounce off of that is that that's when I got the call from you. Right. Because I initially I was going in to train the staff in, in the audio department for three months.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay.
2: Hmm.
0: I ended mixing for four years. <laughs> Wait a minute! That's why I couldn't get you. That's why you four couldn't years. get me. It's him. It's, it's the guy. It's the guy. Why you couldn't get me on Sunday? So they brought me in for four years. Took me three months. Now, wow. I need you to break down, Wolf. What was Sunday like at six a.m.?
2: Okay. Um, we would get to the movie theater. Okay, before you even get that, what, we, what I had to do was create a mobile situation. The idea being everything that we were going to need to operate a Sunday would be collapsible yeah. in a single unit that you can put away and everything is inside it. All the wires, all the cables, all the, the, the media, everything is in wow. one thing, in our case too. One was dedicated. No, three, because
0: there's duplication as
2: well at that uh, time. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> one was audio. One was video. Mm. And then there was another one for duplication. So we had some. We had custom ordered some um, racks um, to fit in the gear that we had. Um, we bought a mixer so we could fit in the, um, in the top of the case um, with the idea of Rolling the gear out of storage, the, the movie theater allowed us to have a room. It
0: two rooms.
2: The oh, two rooms. Mm-hmm. One of the rooms was where the projector actually was. Um, they allowed us to have a room where we can roll the gear into the room, store it there, and then on Sunday morning, get to the theater at six o'clock. I'll never look at movies, movie theaters the same way. <laughs> we get get there at six o'clock, and we gotta roll out the gear, um, roll out the video rack, roll out the audio rack. Then we got to go to the other room and get the speakers, uh, a pair of speakers and a sub, and two then subs. two sub. Thank you, two subs. Then and wedges. We had, yeah. Oh, right. And then, yeah, I didn't get to the stage yet. Wow. Then we had to get the portable stage. It Build was, the uh, stage. And the stage was about it was nine. Um, it
0: was twelve nine by twelve.
2: Pl- thank you. Twelve by pl- uh, twelve by twelve platform. Um, so we they pull out the stage. We had to get the wedges. We had to wire everything up every single Sunday now what I was able to do was oh gosh we actually ran some cat5 cable from the back of the theater got into a cherry picker put it up into the ceiling um somehow nice. got it into the drop ceiling ran it over the drop ceiling down to the down behind the screen yeah
0: so you can so. have overflow overflow was in another another theater.
2: Oh, right, right, right. Wow. and then, and, and then <laughs> another, oh that's right. That, that, what I just described was the main theater. The, it's the main the, room, that, yeah, the principal section, right. And gotcha. then we then we had to tap into their Cat Five line because we were using. Oh, I discovered that using Cat Five cable as a snake was a much better distribution solution than trying to run a traditional snake. Okay. Because you know you can you know your your runs could be a lot uh, further. Good. um and if something goes wrong snip the cable put uh, just replace it so we tapped into their um cat5 network and ran into their other theater which was the overflow theater okay um gosh so every sunday every, sunday, every set up set up the, uh, the camera set up the, uh, the the duplication set up the oh, the, the, oh lights we had a yeah. pair of led lights um, on, pars, on um,
0: hot pars too. Yeah. Well they well, were well, 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 LEDs, but they wow. were pars. Yeah. They were um, yeah.
2: the the elliptical legos, the the mm-hmm. long ones. Um so we had to set up those every single Sunday. And for the first couple of months, I was point man because nobody else knew what to do. Wow. Nope. And on top of
0: that, he was an MD.
2: Right. I was still playing. Wow! I was still playing, and nobody else knew what to do, and nobody else knew the initiative of what to do because you cannot know what to do. But if you're a tech person, you'll, you you can figure out. Oh, you must need this. Let me go take care of that for you. No, these people needed to be told what to do every single Sunday for months until it got to the point where they knew the routine. It became second nature, right? right yes. Right, right. Yes. Wow. That gosh. was. Yeah,
0: You say tell you the craziest part. Those are, those are all my um, engineers out there. We could not have the music in the speakers oh, yeah. of the theater. The only thing that can go in the speakers of the theater were the voices. Right. So the music came from two 15s and a pair of 18s that would be front of house. That would be your normal front of house. But the only thing that was coming out of there was the music. Oh so, my goodness! So, and on top of that, there was there was three wedges, I believe. Two on the front stage, and then the musicians had a wedge. So it was uh, drums, keys, bass, and a lovely guitar player. <laughs> hmm.
1: <laughs> okay, that doesn't seem right. <laughs>
0: That's gonna be all sunday school i' gonna do that yeah, one on I sunday forgot school.
2: about Sunday school, yeah, I forgot about
0: that, yeah, oh yeah, so <laughs> so imagine you coming in you like i I would arrive at six o'clock, and i first, it was just me, and then I realized I needed some I needed some help mm-hmm. so then i then I brought in one of my guys on on invisible, Danny to help me with the audio part of it, right, right. Because Wolf's hands is full, because Wolf is giving directions while he's playing keys. Um, so so what he didn't have to worry about was the audio. So he didn't have right. to worry about that. All he had to do was worry about was the was the, the visual side happening. Um, and, and he had them pretty much trained after a while. So imagine the theater speakers that you go to the movie theater in, all you hear is the voice. The band is coming through... 18s and 15s on poles in front of the theater, packed theater. Wow. Imagine balancing. I was about to say, how do you balance? Balancing the music with the vocals. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have different singers. So now you have to really like listen and and then at the same time deal with monitor mix. That's
1: sick. That's sick.
0: So that was every Sunday. Yeah. Every Sunday wow. every Sunday. Wow. Every single Sunday. And then after that, after service, amen. God bless. We gotta got yeah. all, all, all the all the instruments have to be packed away in, in their cases. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the lighting, mm-hmm. yeah. the speakers, all the video equipment, yeah, cameras, <laughs> everything have to be packed away in the storage. You know them subs was a monster, boy. I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> them subs was monsters, man. And but after a while, we had a system. We could get out of there by twelve, like about yes. 12, twelve, okay. twelve thirty. We can get out of there. Like you tie it, but you can get out.
1: Right, right.
0: So right. that would be that would be the mantra. And I come home, wife come home from church. How was dream life? Oh, it was <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Brother Caleb asked about you. Anyone <laughs> asked about you? When are you coming back? Everybody would ask me. Everybody would ask me. So when are you gonna come? And I was like, I get here like once a month. And I would I would let Danny mix once, month yeah. a- mm-hmm. I let him do a dolo, and then I would take a Sunday to go to church.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah. So that was wow. an amazing transition.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It, yeah, it, 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 it was just, um, the, the it, it revealed to me yeah. the importance of, um, and like as you say, when you open up the um conversation, the the multiple the various amount of skills you have to have in order to really make sure it all runs smooth or at least begins to the process of learning how to run smooth being able to train your people being able to um help your people understand stuff being able to be being able to be patient with your people exactly um being able to uh and at some point trusting your people that they got it right 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 you know and encouraging them that yo you do got you've been doing this for months now you got this you don't need me here
0: so let me ask you, Kayla, what do you what do you see as a parallel between his experience and your experience?
2: The parallel,
1: looking at well, w- one of the parallels was definitely that I think we did we we tried to build two churches in two different regions, two just one in one in New Rock and one in the city. So we would have service Sunday morning. We would have our regular service, then while everybody else is hugging, we grabbing equipment, (laughs) we putting it in the back of the van, we grabbing the team, we throwing, one one is going one direction, the other is going the other direction. And every single Sunday we had to do this. And that that was twice. So we would come back. It wasn't like we was going home after that. It was like, okay, now we got evening service. And so it's reminiscent of that for me, but it's also reminiscent of just my days as a DJ, having a lug equipment all over the crates of records and people looking at you like, wow, are you really a DJ. I'm like, I'm exhausted. You have no idea because you can't find no help. You know what I'm saying? And even if you find help, by the time that the event is over, help is gone. You know what or I'm they saying? drunk. Or they drunk. Exactly. We ain't going to have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As well as when we would do our events in the church. Moving equipment to maestros. Moving equipment like I, like in December, I got to take a whole bunch of equipment to a, a hotel because we're doing our conference, like a, a leadership conference retreat. So it's it's very reminiscent of that for me because within the con within the confines of doing that, you are training people. I'm having to train. People we know now, you know Jamal and all. They they came. They grew up within that transition, that transitional period where we was like, okay, you're gonna have to learn because we had to build the team to go with the other one. So I had to train up a team and say, hey, you guys go over there and make sure that that happens. And so it was, it, it was, that's that's so so much. I, I really, I feel, I feel your pain, bro, because I didn't do it that, to that level, but I definitely know what it is to have to. Uproot your whole life and your family every week on a consistent basis. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, wow, I mean that's that's amazing. So yeah, man. I mean that's that
0: wow, wow. You yeah. know what? You know what? You know what? The question I really want to ask you, Wolf,
2: mm-hmm.
0: is that you're the only person I know that worked at a church that's going through six pastors. What? Oh, boy. Mm, What? Six pastors. So, without even getting into details, details, of course, of course, of course. course, course. course. But what what I want to pinpoint is that how did your job or your direction change with each leader? And how did technology play into that?
2: What's interesting is um, what I've discovered is once leadership, knew what i knew how to do it was like oh we got a genie you know yeah yeah, yeah. because most most of the time one churches generally aren't equipped with people like us Um, that's true that's not a you know pat on the back but it's like the people that usually you find in church are the blue collar blue collar folk the 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 regular folk and you know no shade on the regular folk it's very um rare that you find specialists in certain areas in church um, so when leadership finds that okay we have a specialist in an area that I actually need oh well I gotta right. get you some good got, got something for you to do um it didn't change that much um only because of how I dealt with um, I, how I approached it I always like I said I I i keep the spirit of the i have the spirit of the problem solver meaning okay you got a problem what do you need me to do um you got the coloring book fine create the outline no problem i'll find the crayons i'll you know pull out the 64 box of of colors um it hadn't and i think because of my willingness to do the job going through each leader um, bit of leadership, it didn't, um, it wasn't that big of a, uh, it wasn't that big of a burden, if you want to say. Um, because what I knew how to do came naturally. It wasn't a, you know, oh my God, now I gotta figure out what to do with this guy. <sighs> no, not at all, not at all. Um, but, the, it, but it was important that I have a conversation with who this person is. What do they want? What's your vision? Because right. your vision is gonna involve some sort of visual thing. Exactly. It's, it's gonna have to involve some sort of visual thing. And that means I'm gonna get involved somewhere. Um, so it didn't change that much. The only time that it changed radically was when I went from just musician to overseeing the AV, uh, AV department in its entirety. Um, because that came about because I volunteered for something. Um, mm-hmm. The pastor at the time, he um, he saw something that another pastor did online, and he kind of liked the idea of creating a video intro for something, and someone else had did it. And I looked at it. I was like, okay, that's that's cute. Tell you what, let me take a crack at that. Okay, so I took a crack at it, and it was quite wonderful. This is scary. And, and and that then became oh you know how to do that well tell you what how about we put you over all of this and that was like okay sure um because again technology is my thing it was not a it was not a a burden a, a laborious uh, undertaking so ever since then um every time new leadership has come in um i made it a point to after him getting settled in Um, I'll actually, I'll actually say that, okay, well, what is it that you see? What is it you want to accomplish? What is it? Where do you see things happening? How can I assist that? Um, you know, what tools do you need? Um, you know, what, 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 what almost put, and and almost putting them on the defensive because more than, more than likely most pastors don't come into a situation whereby they have people again, like us that know how to do this coming to them. Okay. What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? That, that's basically how I was. What do that's you need? Good. What do you need? That's what good. do you need? What do you need? Okay, you got nothing? Okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm, I'm, or, or rather, I'm going to sit down and do what I've been doing right. in right. my area of the vineyard until you got something for me to do.
1: Because you gave them a sense of comfort, though. They, a pastor is always looking for that. What is it that I don't have to staff? I don't want an area that I got to staff because if I got to staff it, I got to watch it. And right. I need to be doing A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. But if I'm if I'm constantly thinking about, wait a minute, let me go and make sure that the children's ministry is working because sister so-and-so can't seem to get to church all the time. And, you know, all, all those little bits and pieces, as a pastor, your mind is always thinking about that. So when you went like that, when you came to them, they was like, oh, hold on. This is an area I don't have to touch. And that was good for them. That was extremely good for them.
2: Yeah, and again, it came from, it's almost as if my position of being at Crenshaw was the culmination of everything that I've been doing since I was a kid. You know, all these little starts and stops, little discoveries here, little, oh, okay, I didn't, that's what they'll want. Okay, I didn't know that. So when I finally got the Crenshaw, I had all this experience in, you know, in the in, in the guerrilla trenches of what to do. So, when i can so when the so when i approach the pasta i'm coming with look i know what i'm doing not 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 arrogantly so but listen i i have the skill set i have, I, mm-hmm. have un, I have a unique set of skills <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what was the biggest lesson you think you learned like from like if you had to if you had to say one thing what was the biggest lesson you learned going from leadership to leader to leader to leader to leader to leader
2: um biggest lesson I would learn it I learned is um never say I can't never say I can't um my my response has always been hey wolf can you do a so-and-so let me look into that let me see let me let me see what I can MacGyver you know um be open to the possibility of learning something that will serve you later that's good yeah and 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 i've lived like that accidentally you know you do something and you don't plan on you didn't plan on learning how to do this but for some reason what you did today is going to serve you two years from now
0: right 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 so describe you know we're in this you know since 2020 came a lot of things have changed Mm -hmm. oh yeah and and a portable AV director of a portable church that went from an established location to a movie theater now you guys are in um a hotel Mm -hmm. right these three migrations and then COVID-19 hits, how has your day changed, your week changed from that, your last scenario at the, at the hotel to now?
2: Um, well, the good thing about what I do and how I do, it's um, it's like very ant and grasshopper. It's like you grind, 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 grind so much so when it, after a while, you coast. Mm-hmm. Um, pr- Prior to us making the leave from um, the principal building, um, and w- when I was told, okay, listen, we're going to make this transition to, you know, going to the theater, I spent insane amounts of time prepping and prepping. And, okay, how do I do this? Okay, how do I connect this? Okay, what's this technology? Okay, how do I and how do I marry this to this because they're going to need this okay and then I need to have a backup for this okay but how do I train this per- basically putting a lot of pieces together um spending a lot of late nights um in the interest of having a system that after a while would run itself so after the first transition into the um into the movie theater um I began to, I had to work some more because this was a new situation. Um, okay. Work out the kinks. Sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm coming to the AMC theater one o'clock in the morning to figure something out. Because again, we're in a theater. We can't, you can't go to the church on like, oh, I'm gonna go there Wednesday afternoon and just go do something. No, right, right. you know, I had to, okay, wait till their busy time is over. Get into go to guest services. Okay. I need to go to the projector, go there like ten, eleven o'clock at night. Pull out the gear, and I'm sitting in the um, rear atrium of the movie theater with the gear out, trying to figure stuff out. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um. So I'm. So I'm again grinding, grinding, grinding in advance so much so that after a while, everything is smooth. So it got to a point where I didn't have to do so much during the week, only because I spent a lot of time in uh laying groundwork right
1: in its infancy yeah
2: right right so all that so like all i have to do during the week now my new course changes because i did so much in the beginning um now fast forward to our second transition into the hotel same thing happened had to figure out okay where is how is this environment working okay this didn't work right okay i gotta fix this but i can't fix this on sunday Okay, let me call the hotel manager and arrange for a time where I can come into the ballroom and no, there's no events. Okay, i come in, stay late at night, figure it out. Okay, back to normal. I got it going on. So now during the week, I'm coasting again. Um, so fast forward to now, because, oh, <laughs> prior to COVID, um, when it, it was this, it was uh, the talk of streaming was uh, was brought up because we wanted to start putting our um, messages on the various platforms. You know, they came to me and said, "Well, well, can we use YouTube? <laughs> can we use the, the, the can, we, can we use the YouTubes? <laughs> the YouTubes? <laughs> you know, can we use the, can we use the interwebs for some of this? Right. <laughs> you know, um, like, and my typical answer." you know what let me get back to you let me look let me look into that um so i'm free so now i'm looking into now i had never done any streaming before i had no reason to it wasn't a part of what i personally do now what is streaming how does it work what do you need what are the tools what are the applications um and it came about actually when uh the administrator had to go speak at the church in california our our mother church essentially and they were trying to figure out well how can i get some sort of simultaneous uh broadcasting now they have i i jokingly say for everything that i know how to do they have a wing (laughs) of people right Right I do that stuff yeah. and, and again this this is not a a the derogatory thing that they have that thing established over there, right. you know I just that it's just me um so i as a result of having to have some sort of simultaneous thing happen, I came across how to do streaming, how to do um to stream on multiple platforms, all right, I understand how to do it, okay, what is the software that I need now I'm also from the old school of Uh, what I call guerrilla recording what is guerrilla recording when you can't afford an SM58 but you discover that you take a headphone and turn it inside out and then plug it into the mic jack oh I got a mic (laughs) right (laughs) in school exactly (laughs) do with what you got because you ain't got the bread to get what you want Right, right um so that I, I carry that with me all the time you know even if I have the money how can I do this for free or how mm-hmm. can I do this with minimal cost so I discovered the OBS software yeah um so I, so okay so this is OBS this is streaming okay you I, I learned how to communicate with OBS in the different streaming platforms so now we were able to stru- start streaming our services on YouTube Facebook and Periscope okay mm-hmm. now mind you All this prep work happened years ago, right? And we were, oh, more more prep work, okay? As a rule in our church, we record everything. Everything, everything. From start start to end. From the very first prayer to amen crash. Right, right. Um, And that's for legal purposes. Um, So one day I said, you know what, let's start doing video as well because all they were doing was audio that's all they required so i said you know what let's start doing recording the video from start to end so um i started to uh i got i I told them to get dvd recorders at the time you can't find those anymore so we started recording the whole story from from start to end okay so now we're building a library of you know uh entire services from start to end on dvd and
0: or and or content
2: in right, their, right. Exactly. now now um along with obs um you can you know along with the streaming you can record the input that's coming in exactly the, the audio and the video right. so now i'm ha i got all this video content of the entire service my and we also have the video content of what is generally available to the people as dvds and i've been recording the video and audio of the service as a result of the streaming. Now, all of this is happening well in advance. Boom, COVID happens. Now, what do we do? Well, can we stream? Sure. Oh. What do we stream? Well, oh, before I even get to that, rewind. Um, once we started um, recording the services uh, on video, I decided to I tell, I said, tell the ministry, listen, let's get some cloud storage um, just for being able to upload stuff that I may need. You may need whoever more than right. And it's usually me that needs it. Nobody else uses it. But, but that's OK. Um, it's there for them. And I said, you know, it's, it's beneficial for the church. So what I started to do was after every service in OBS, when you record the audio and video immediately after the service, you upload it to the cloud. Because we have Wi-Fi access in the hotel, so now we're we're creating a whole bunch of content that lives in this cloud drive. Now, mind you, let's just to recap: creating all these DVDs, recording all these videos, putting all this content in the cloud drive. All that is just happening. Now, COVID happens. Okay, can we stream? Sure, we got OBS. Well, where are we going to get our content from? It's all in the cloud. Well. What about other services? We got the DVDs. So all that prep work well in advance serves me now. So I don't have, not that I don't work, the amount of effort that I probably would have had to go put into to solve this problem, I already solved that problem. Mm-hmm. Like so yeah. many other so many other churches that that went into panic mode, if you will. When, huh. well, 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 what are what we, what we going to do? Uh, right. Well, what are we going to do? We, 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 well, OK, well, how What's how streaming? What's that work? So nice. many other churches that may not be up to that technology or may not understand it or may have people that cannot translate for them. We didn't have that problem because we had all this stuff prepare in preparation, in preparation, in preparation. So when it happened, when COVID happened, okay, flip the switch, boom.
0: I think one key thing is like we, we were talking like before before we aired, and I was asking you like, so what's going on, you know, with the church during this pandemic? You kind of ran down this like a small summation of what you just said, but when you have older congregation right they can't
2: exactly
0: right and 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 because church was in the city and most of them didn't have cars or vehicles they had to get on a train to get to church yeah or take cabs and you have a you know you have a you have a you know, uh, uh, senior Saint congregation. Yeah. They can't. Right. They cannot.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that that came from that came from the uh, the the top dude, the 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 administrators. Like, no, he we. It's it's not it's not wise. You know, we do we do we miss the fellowship? Yeah, do we want to see each other and you know, mm-hmm. laughing, and Kiki, and all that other stuff? Yeah, but it's just not wise for the membership that is predominantly made of older folk, um, exactly. to come out and, you know, brave the, whatever is out there. Cause as I was sharing with the apprentice, um, it'd be, it would be one thing if this was our facility whereby I could literally right. say, I went through every single floor. I took the alcohol and cleaned every single, exactly. I did all of that. Right, you're but in a public place. I, exactly, I can't say that for the hotel. I don't right. know what happens in there. No, you know. Don't. So factor that with the fact that there is an older demographic uh, add to that the um they have to travel to and fro. That that's not a good uh that's not that's not a good piece of gumbo. No, it's, not so, a,
0: it's a recipe for disaster.
2: Yeah. It so, is. It so, is. so 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 manage, so administration said, listen, until we hear the science that it's good and safe. This is how we're gonna be going for a while. This is how we're gonna be going for a real while. And wow. you know, our pre- our preparation has served us well. All right. You know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. So in parting. Oh wow, that's it. <laughs> oh dude, we've been on for like an hour and change. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can tell like me and Wolf could talk forever. Yeah. Yeah,
2: man. So
0: in in parting if you had to give some advice to a pastor dealing with AV, what would your discussion with him? If he was just completely brand new, didn't know anything, needed some information, like what would you share with him?
2: Um, if If he was my pastor or if I was just consulting him. Consulting. Um, consulting, consulting him. Well, I would try to, identify the team player that is most aligned with knowing how to do this. That That's the, that's the very first thing. Um, because unless you pastor are an AV person a tech person, you know, you're not going to really know what to do. And as pastor, you shouldn't have to do that. You got other exactly. things to worry about exactly. that, that. that I mean, yeah, I know you did it back in the days, you know, you were, you were MC, you know, whoever was on the mic, but that's right. not what you're doing now. Right. Um, You need to identify who is likely to be the person that you can trust with uh, spearheading um, this initiative Mm -hmm. Um, and have a, you know, have a heart to heart with them and say, listen, um, this is what the ministry wants to do. Um, I think I believe that you are capable of helping in this capacity. Um, First of all, are you willing to help? Can't right. cause because if, if the person's willing to help, great. If they're not, that's a whole nother situation. Right. Exactly. That's a whole nother situation. Um, so that would be the first thing. Like, do you have the help? If you have it's like a Venn diagram. If no. Yeah, it's like a flow chart. If you have the help, we go this way. Exactly. If you don't, if you don't have the help, then I have another solution for you. Right. You know, there is a lot of solutions out there for um. You know, if you don't really have a lot of help to do this mobile thing, um, whereby you can get a um, self-contained amplification platform. um, And and there's a lot of technology that will allow you to record, um, but write out what you want to do, because some things will take you time to really get your hand, get your hands around and right. you, you gotta give yourself time. I know you want to do it now. I know the Lord has called you to run, <laughs> but be realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be please, be realistic. And if you do have someone that is uh, in your sphere that can do this stuff, listen to him/her, trust him/her. Um, especially if it's, if it's gleaned that he really, he, she really doesn't have a, does really have a heart for a ministry. Trust what he has to say because he knows what he's talking about. Assuming that that person does, um, don't like sometimes don't, how can I say this? Um, I was going to say, don't be pastor all the time, but sometimes, sometimes pastor in his own way, pastor don't know how to let go of the reins. Yeah. Pastor don't know how don't let to go of to the range and let the person that it may be under them in ministry run with what you're talking about. You know. Sure, sure. You know, let let, let the uh, let the layman counsel you on what you need to do. Sure, sure. Yep. You know. Did that yeah. make sense? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes. It does. And it yes. needs to
1: be also that support. If you if you can identify that that individual is there, there should be now a what comes behind them, a support that says, Hey, I got you. Oh, you need this? I got you. We need to do this? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Even if you got to have four or five conversations, there has to be. Because what's up? A lot of times as pastors, what we tend to do is we find that person and then we let them go. All right, you got it. You got it. Sure. Okay. Boom, cool. boom, boom. And they're like,
0: uh, What am I doing? What?
1: what? What's happening? Right. Okay. Okay. Well, Pastor, I need, I need to go get this. Uh, well, brother, you got to pray. What? No, you gotta support. There has to be a there has to be a follow through with the support area, not just go ahead, run, run, run with the Lord. No, mm. no, no. It, it takes money.
0: It take the oil with you. Mm. <laughs> exactly.
2: And, and, and don't burn him out. Yeah. Do <laughs> not do not burn oh, him right, out because again, fault. again, uh, back to back to how we opened up with this. You know, our skills are not common. In the right. mi- in in ministry, so a lot of times when leadership discovers that, oh, I have one of you guys here, yeah. can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Everybody, let me just say, it. everybody ain't me, you know, right. <laughs> you know, right. you know uh, they have lives, right? They right. have they have jobs, right? You know, it, especially if, if families, this, kids, yeah, if they yeah. have a, if they have a situ- If this is a situation whereby they're not being paid by the ministry, listen, I'm volunteering right you know and recognize they're volunteering Definitely. god called you right they call them so the same imp the same um onus that you feel because god called you right you can't put that same onus on him because you want it done oh Bosha.
0: <laughs> yeah, I felt that in my shondo felt, felt
2: that
0: in my knees, in my knees. I felt, I felt, I felt that, I felt that deep down in my soul. Yes, sir. You know what? You know what this reminds me of Pastor Caleb. What's up? When I was uh, freed from the, when I was free from the ministry, <laughs> when I was freed from the ministry, I would, I, you know, I, I came to church, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I came up to, I came up to Caleb came and I said I said hey listen um I think I'm gonna be all right to, to mix and this dude was oh, oh.
1: right right oh. And, I,
0: and I had and I had and I had one prerequisite
1: mm-hmm.
0: our prerequisite was, was I'm gonna mix on two Sundays a month yeah yep two now I could I could sometimes I'll do three sometimes I will do four. Depends, right, right, right. But my standard is two. Right. So I knew myself, my wife knew myself, knowing that right. I would just go full bore. And I knew where God was taking me to expand what I was doing. I knew that I couldn't mix every Sunday in one place. Exactly. Which is why I believe... The Crenshaw thing had I had to slide it out the way because I needed room to do this stuff.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. and a lot of times it's like being in different experiences. Like I speak for myself, being in different experiences brings different batches of knowledge. Yeah. Being being around different types of people brings different experiences and knowledge at the same time, and you're learning, and you're like, oh, I would never learned that if I just mixed on this one console every yeah, single.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: Or if I just mix this one drummer every Sunday, or oh. I just mix this one keyboard player, this one guy plays a four string, but I went to this other church, this guy plays a five string, mm-hmm. i never mixed a five string before.
1: Right.
0: So all these things adds to, like you were saying, it adds to what, it's parent, what you're doing now, prepared you for what's gonna happen two years later.
2: Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. So imparting, hey listen, I wanna thank my mm-hmm. brother Ian Wolf Man oh, Williams. Yes sir. Voice, yes, sir. The voice of reason.
2: Indeed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, indeed, on, indeed.
0: he's on he's on so many commercials. It's it's re- insane. Like, <laughs>
1: y'all, think, y'all think it's a white nah.
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, this dude nah, is in the man. lab doing voiceover work from nine to
2: five. <laughs> Actually nine to ten. <laughs> and, that, wow. and that's and that's and that's only because the wife be like, um, can you come upstairs please? <laughs> i'd be i'd be i'm in the booth all day wow bro
0: wow amazing amazing so in parting as we always say keep god first in everything you do every single thing you see you next time yes sir the church sound podcast Podcast. without yep